You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This is episode 115 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Denell. I'm Casey Wilbanks-Coletti. And this is Sophia Yagela. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. This is the last Wisdom by Wessa episode before the August Wessa trade show. Sophia, can you give us a preview of what's to come? Of course. So buyers will have more brands to explore than at any of our previous August shows. Almost 350 exhibitors will showcase their products across the Wessa floors, which is an impressive 200,000 square feet of exhibit space. And on top of that, we also have daily events planned and buyer perks to offer retailers all throughout the whole show. What is new to this August WESA trade show? So first of all, let's remind everyone of the new show day pattern from Wednesday through Saturday. So the WESA trade show opens on Wednesday, August 23rd. Then we're excited to offer over 70 wildcard deals on the 11th floor. Those deals are limited in quantity and exclusive and heavily discounted offers. You can check out a sample of each discounted product in our wildcard deal area. You just follow the signs and then step inside the room. And lastly, we will host a meet and greet for the first time at our daily party on Thursday with a former Wisdom by Wessa guest, cowboy and artist, JT Rockwell. You can also enjoy a couple of minutes of food and drinks while chatting with him and watching him paint life. Remind everyone again how they can join. So the Westside Trade Show is not open to the public. Just a quick reminder that it is a B2B only trade show. And buyers from retail stores across the world can get their badges at the Westside Check-In Counter if they haven't pre-registered. And you can just take a look online at westsidetradeshow.com for a complete list of requirements. And again, the Westside Trade Show opens on Wednesday, August 23rd and runs through Saturday, August 26th in Dallas at the Dallas Market Center. And we can't wait to finally open up the doors to the August Wessa Trade Show. Jack A. Weil, known as Papa Jack, founded Rock Mount Ranch Ware in 1946. He was the oldest CEO in the world at one time, and he worked daily until age 107. His son, Jack B., joined the firm in 54 and helped introduce Western fashion east of the Mississippi. Our guest today, Steve Weil, is the third generation of the family to head the firm. Steve expanded the business internationally and, among other achievements, introduced relax-fit shirts. The company still adheres to Papa Jack's vision. He said, we're never selling just to the cowboy. We sell the romance of the West. That's so much more. Steve Weil from Rock Mount Ranch Wear, thanks for taking the time to join us on the Wisdom by Wessa show. Thank you for having me. 
It's always fun. Of course, I, I love to have Colorado companies on here. Casey and I are both down south of you in Pueblo. So it's great to have a Colorado company on the show. And of course, Rock Mount has a storied history, both in Colorado and in the Western fashion world, founded by what was known as Papa Jack back in 1946 and continuing through today. I actually met Papa Jack once when I was in your store. But for our listeners, let's kind of do a quick run through from the time that he founded the company and some of the innovations that came through where the company is today under your leadership, and then we'll kind of get into more detail. Sounds good. Where do you want me to start? Well, let's start in 1946. I don't think you were there. Maybe no. you were, but, but, but <laughs> no. I don't think so. But he was. You know, he, he was the old school kind of innovator. He was the Elon Musk of his day. He, he b- saw an opportunity and developed a product and a market that didn't exist. And he was all about innovation from the day he started till the day he died at age 107. He became the world's oldest CEO. Well, I think that's a good that's a good start for anybody. The innovations that you talked about that he's he in his mind, chat a bit about those because those are really the foundation for where you're taking the company today. Well, Rockmount is known for making the first Western shirts with snaps, and we also made the first commercially produced bolo ties. So, my grandfather was all about innovation, and his thought was what does it take to create a fashion identity for Westerners? Because prior to that, of course, people wore boots and hats, but shirts really didn't become a commercialized thing until the 1940s with my grandfather. And so he is basically the father of Western shirts. Where did the bolo tie idea come from? I guess he had ideas that were maybe Native-inspired, and he he coined the term bolo tie. It was kind of a, a South American bolero that gave him the idea, the idea with a, a thong with tips and a slide, and that, of course, became pervasive. And, you know, when you think about it, when he went into business, the market for Western wear was really the Rocky Mountain West, and... He, together with my father, built this business, and my my grandfather, the three generations of this company kind of tie into the the expansion of the popularity of Western fashion. So my grandfather's market was the Rocky Mountain West. My father joined the company in the 50s, and he pushed the company east of the Mississippi and basically nationwide. And then I joined the company in the 1980s, and I expanded our international presence but still with the same foundation shirt concept and then you added another concept well my grandfather came up with some of the mainstays of our 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 foundation of design the sawtooth uh pocket is something that uh differentiated us from everybody else and now everybody copies us but we're responsible for the sawtooth pocket and and diamond snap design which is our our signature design and is worn worldwide and then the relaxed fit shirt which you yeah was, was your baby well that's true um when my grandfather and father were 
running things, the fit was a slim fit. And as things changed generationally, I came up with the relaxed fit idea for Western shirts. And that's today the predominant design in men's shirts. Uh, Our women's shirts are still fitted, tailored, more form-fitting than, say, the men's. We still make some slim-fit shirts, but it's a fraction of the overall. That's that's really a chance for me to bring Casey in because we were talking about the fact that she has and likes snap-on shirts, snap-button shirts, and father wears wears them. And so it's a good chance, Casey, for you to hop in here and (laughs) talk about it. It always goes to me when it comes to shopping. I don't know what this is, but I do love my snap shirts and I think it's something that will just, it'll never, it'll never go away. So it's very cool. The tradition and the legacy. I always think it's interesting when I hear generational companies, businesses, brands like this, and the fact that you guys have kept this going for so many years. What is it for you, Steve, that makes you want to continue this family legacy? You know, I was always fascinated by the legacy from an early age. I I really knew that there was something significant about what my father and grandfather had created, and I began collecting some of the early stuff as, when I was in high school. And I, I I realized there was something you know historically significant about it. And at that time, the concept vintage wasn't even a, uh, known. And I read a book in the 80s by Larry McMurtry called Cadillac Jack. And it was about this guy who went around the country collecting vintage cowboy boots. And I thought, there we go. That's what I'm doing with our shirts. And so my motivation as a designer was inspired by, by the vintage direction. And, you know, a lot of companies dumbed down their design beginning in the 60s as labor rates went up. And I, I am very much committed to special treatments and the things that other companies don't do anymore because it's not, not their market, not their price range. And people come to Rockmount because of the specialness of the design, the special treatments, and the uh-huh. quality, and they, they're prepared to pay for it even though it costs more than a basic shirt, which has very little creative work in it. And a lot of tradition. I'm reading a quote right here. You sound maybe a lot like Papa Jack. This was a quote from him. I've always believed we were never selling just the cowboy. We sell the romance of the West. That's so much more. So it seems like there's quite a bit more thought process and feeling into what you're doing. Well, his joke was that if we lived off cowboys only, we'd be broke because they, they, they <laughs> wear Because cowboys are broke. We're broke. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we've, we've always stuck to our roots and we've never sold out the, the, the special treatment of what makes Western Western. But the, the, the reality of it is if we're, we're, we're interested in, in what people will wear anywhere. And, sure. and I mean, from Midland, Texas to Tokyo, to Paris, yeah. my challenge as a person growing up in the business was to create designs that my friends would wear. Because there was a time, you know, there's times when, when different generations feel that something is passe, and they don't, you know, it doesn't speak to them. And so, 
the challenge is how do you make it interesting for young people? And when you do that, then you create a lifelong customer. And for years, talking about customers, you guys have had customers like Elvis Presley and Robert Redford, Bob Dylan, and the list goes on. As a matter of fact, there's a link of celebrities on the website, on your website, rockmount.com. Just anybody that's anybody has been a customer with you guys. Well, you know, that's something that amazing because it's not like we went out there trying to get that. It's just something that happened organically. And most recently, Bruce Springsteen came in and bought shirts and he invited us to his concert and we got to hang out with him. And that's not something you can predict. It just happens. And it's sort of what's special about working at Rockmount because you never know what's going to happen on any given day. And it kind of makes us feel like it's worth getting up in the morning. Oh, of course. I'm not a celebrity, but I don't live too far, so I'm going to have to drop in sometime. And I know Mike has already visited there before. Yeah, I did. It was really kind of interesting. I've got a question, just a simple question. Going, where did the name Rock Mount come from? It's a conjunction of Rocky Mountains. Ah, that makes sense. Now that you, kind of cool. you say my it that way. <laughs> yeah, my grandfather... Named the company, created the logo. In fact, the logo, which is in a rope script, is in his handwriting. And, you know, I, I, I was just always very much inspired by his his creative designs. And one of the things that makes us different than any other company I know of is that we use the same label and the same logo from day one. So it's now 76 years in production. And that's kind of been our thing. You know, most companies, they have different designers come and go and they 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 blow with the wind in directions. And we have very much stuck with our our roots and built from it in a fresh way every season. So our whole thing has been to not look at what anybody else is doing out there, but to go our own way and bring in fresh fabrics and treatments and things that uh, haven't been done by anybody else. Well, one thing that clearly is different for you than it was for Papa Jack or even probably your father is you now have the ability to utilize social media and websites to take your message and your products to a broader audience on an almost instant basis. Chat a bit about how you've integrated that into uh, your planning. The funny thing about that is that my grandfather was always innovative. He began using computers in the 60s, and we've been computerized fully, you know, for now. That would be uh, 60-some years. So they were always open to things that made sense. And back in when I started, the fax machine was a new thing, and we were paying a dollar a page to go pick it up across <laughs> the street. And I went to New York, and, and I said... Papa, I think we should buy a fax machine. It was $1,800. He said, no, let's just do a dollar a page. So I said, here's what we'll do. I'll buy the machine. You pay me the dollar a page. And then he basically went along with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Um, But my favorite thing was when he was turning 100, which was in uh, 2001, we were working on launching our website. And CNN came to do an interview with what was then the world's oldest CEO at age 100. And um, 
I wanted to have our website up and functioning in time for that to happen. And so we did that, and we're now on to our fourth version of the website. But what's really amazing about this whole thing is that as retail has, the the landscape for retail has radically changed from 2000 to today, it meaning that stores have 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 gone away in many places, yet the website enables people to reach out to us from anywhere. And we've had orders from Antarctica. Wow. It's, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing that it, that it allows a small family business to have that kind of reach. And we, we have fairly loyal following and we, we do everything we can to maintain that interest and work uh, whenever we get approached by uh, the media. For instance, Yellowstone, we've had a lot of shirts in Yellowstone. We we tend to be associated with most movies, a lot of artists, and they, they find us. By the way, we may be the only brand that doesn't pay for placement on Yellowstone. That's interesting. We don't do that because I don't think it's authentic to pay for placement. I, I think it means a lot more when the artist's are making a personal choice to wear rock mount and that's something that I'm you know I'm proud of but you know we don't we don't put a margin in our prices to cover for for promotions and advertising we'd much rather sell a shirt not not a bunch of bling well clearly from you know Elvis to the Yellowstone it certainly is another way to have a huge audience actually see the product and trace it down and find out where they can get one like it. One of the reasons these are good shows that we do is we're fortunate enough to interview an awful lot of family businesses, some of which are like yours, third generation, and their dedication to keeping the business, keeping it current so the business is still alive, but still keeping track of and honoring uh, the traditions and the beliefs of the people who originally founded it. And clearly, Rock Mount is one of those that falls in that category. So it's been a lot of fun chatting with you. I know you told me you've got a uh, uh, another commitment here in a couple of minutes, but we wanted to thank you for being on the show. I love to hear the Rock Mount story. One of these days, Casey and I will be up in Denver and we'll stop in. Well, Mike and Casey, I want to thank you, but let me let me add something that I didn't have a chance to say. And Please you, do. You made, me, you made me think of it when you're talking about maintaining the the integrity that was established by the founder. My grandfather, and and this remains true to this day. We are 100% committed to our our retail stores that number oh maybe maybe a thousand worldwide. We do certain things that is unheard of in retail in that we have one price, whether you're Disney World, whom we sell, or Joe's Saddle Shop in, you know, in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, you pay the same price. We don't, we don't let the big guys have discounts that are basically subsidized by the little guys. We are very much committed to independent retailers across the world, and we never, ever compete with them ourselves by discounting to others or, you know, ourselves. There's one price at Rockmount, and it's one price wholesale, one price retail, and we don't allow anybody to discount us. Well, I think that's a uh, that's a great philosophy. You're able to stick to it. I suspect that comes back from Papa Jack and your dad. Absolutely, 100%. 
Okay. Hey, listen, thanks for your time. Appreciate talking to you. We'll let you get on to your other meeting, but I think everybody uh, who listens knows a lot more about Rockmont now, that they uh, more than they did before. And it's really a great story from a man who was the oldest CEO in the world to his grandson who's carrying the, the company forward and staying in the Western fashion lane. So thanks for your time, Steve. Thank you, too. The show notes and links from today's show can be found at the website wisdombywessa.com. And, of course, we'd always love to hear your feedback. There's a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the wisdombywessa.com website. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Wessa, where the industry meets.